Welcome to How to Train Your Service Dog with Dream Dogs, and I'm Victoria Warfel, your host. Today's episode is Back Up Service Dogs. Now, this isn't beep, 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 back up the service dog. This is having a second service dog to help you out. Now, why would you need two service dogs? Well, there's actually a huge benefit to having a backup service dog. First is if you are active, if your dog is active during the daytime, but you still need monitoring at night. And this is especially true for PTSD dogs and for medical alert dogs, and even more so with the diabetic alert dogs, because between 2 and 3 a.m. is a not a good time for a lot of uh, diabetics. It's where your sugar can drop really low and sometimes they don't wake up. So we don't want that to happen because, you know, they're asleep. They might not realize their sugar's dropping low. So I do know of diabetics who have a secondary service dog. So the first dog goes out with them during the daytime, gets to do work with them, gets to be there while the second dog's at home relaxing and sleeping. And then they come home and at night, the uh, the first service dog gets to sleep and relax. So he's ready for the next day while the dog who's been sleeping and relaxing gets to be on duty. Or maybe it's a dog who's already a light sleeper. Uh, maybe that's a dog who uh, can't do public access as well or doesn't do public access as well for whatever reason. But that's where having a backup service dog could come in handy for you. Uh, another time is whenever you're training a puppy or you're getting close to retiring an older service dog, it is beneficial to have a backup service dog at that point. And uh, part of the reason is because it takes so much work to train a puppy. So as you know, Gypsy is about 10 months old. Uh, we got her at two months. And it's a lot of work. Puppies don't know anything. And not only do puppies not know anything, but it's a lot of, of uh, work on your end to get them to where they need to be. Uh, when Gypsy was young and we were working her and training her and teaching her everything, it was such a relief at night to take Arrow out with me because Arrow knew it. It wasn't training. It was just him working. And that was a huge relief for me. I really appreciated him more so than than ever before because I didn't have to work with him constantly. Um, He just, he did it. Uh, And same thing as a dog's retiring, you know, your dog might not be able to be out and about with you as much as you need him to be. Uh, Maybe you have something big planned. Uh, You know, Gypsy being younger, we had it where we were doing Uh, I think like it was Disney, Farmer's Market, and Disney again. And I knew that she wouldn't be able to do both of them. So I was able to stagger her. So, you know, I worked her, I worked Arrow, and I worked her again. So she got what she needed. And then I got what I needed, which is having my service dogs with me. Uh, There was also a time Arrow and I were in Las Vegas about a year and a half ago. And while we were there, he's lying down, he gets up, and he's limping on his rear leg. I don't know what happened. He went from lying down to limping. He didn't move. He didn't turn over. I don't know how it happened, but he was out of commission for two weeks when we got home. He was on um, something from the vet and he was on uh, crate rest for two weeks. And now this was before we had Gypsy, but I had Rue. So Rue worked for me as a backup. Now, Rue doesn't want to be a service dog. 
But um, he was able to fill in for those two weeks for me while Arrow got to recuperate. And so that was nice because then I could leave the house and go out and do things instead of being stuck at home because my dog was stuck at home. Uh, There was also a time I was traveling with a friend up to Utah and her service dog couldn't make it. So Rue filled in for her dog as well. Well, wait a minute. So Rue worked for me and Rue worked for her? Yes. So depending on what the, the dog is needed for, you know, he's still a service dog working for her um, and he's a service dog working for me, um, you know, depending on how it's going. So he worked as a backup for me. He's worked as a service dog for her and that can work again, depending. Now, if he's a trained diabetic alert dog and she's not diabetic, he can't be a backup service dog for her. Uh, and now uh, Gypsy's in heat as I'm recording this. So Arrow's been filling in again. So she's been doing a lot of work and she's come so far from whenever she was a young pup. You know, she's 10 months old now. So she's had eight months of training with us, but now she's on a few weeks of hiatus while she's in heat. So Arrow's back in play. So it is very beneficial for me to have two dogs, so I can swap them out. Uh, I can use the dog who's going to be best in that situation or the dog who needs it the most uh, or what have you. You know, the dog who's just doing better that day. Maybe a dog's having an off day because it does happen. Uh, Size-wise, Gypsy is only, I mean, again, she's 10 months old, but she's only a little over 20 inches tall at the Withers. So she is not going to be able to do the physical mobility that Arrow can do. No, Arrow's only 24 inches tall. So there's, uh, you know, that four inches, though, is pretty key. So he can do some brace work for me, which, again, she can't do not only because of size, but because of age. You know, we don't do the weight-bearing exercises, the weight-bearing tasks, until the dog's 18 to 24 months old and have been cleared by an orthopedic vet. And that means having x-rays to make sure all the joints are closed. Uh, She won't be able to do that unless she goes through a giant growth spurt, which I don't see happening. Uh, So if I do need that physical mobility part of it, it's going to be Arrow. And no matter what, you know, he's going to have to come and, and go with me for that. Now, what if I go on a trip and I might need both of them? Well, I'll take one of them. I'm not going to be taking both of them. Uh, what about you? What do you think you would benefit from having a backup service dog? How do you think that is going to help your life out? Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just going to complicate things more. Um, I'm working with a friend of mine who has a little dog who I want to say is around eight years old. And we're looking at getting her her next dog. Because he's eight years old, he's missing a couple things. Uh, you know, she's been having a different type of a medical issue, and he's not picking up on that. And part of it's because he's had medical issues in the past and because of his age. So instead of trying to retrain him for it at his age with his health issues, uh, we are looking for a new service dog for her, which is pretty cool. And I'm very excited about it. And just so you know, once we find the breeder that we want to go with, we have to wait for her to breed the dogs. And then it's going to be two months of pregnancy. And then the dogs don't go home. The puppies don't go home until they're two months old. And then you still have at least, at the very least, six months of training after that before the dog's anywhere near reliable. And I mean, and that's if the dog is doing immaculately amazing. 
We usually tell people, don't consider them a full-fledged service dog until they're at least a year old. At least, at the very least, guys. So, and that's after the puppies are born. So we're talking, she has about 14 months until she has her her secondary dog ready to go. Which is why, you know, at eight years old, we want to get the puppy in so the, the dog can teach the puppy some stuff and can work on that because they do learn from each other. And then she can use the two dogs as the backup service dogs and transition into her new puppy. And then by starting off as a puppy, starting off as an eight-week-old puppy with some of this stuff, it's going to be the dog's life. You know, I've talked before on different podcasts, so go back and listen to some of the older podcasts about why you want to have uh, a puppy started instead of waiting until the dog's a year old or two years old or three years old to get started with the training, which you know, we can do. But you know, starting them at eight weeks old is just ideal for us and for our program. And this way, she'll have that secondary dog, that backup dog until her dog, her new puppy transitions into full time service dog. And even then, you know, I don't want the service dogs to have separation anxiety from their owners. I want them to be okay if I do have to leave them at home for whatever reason. You know, maybe I'm going into the hospital for a surgery, or maybe I'm going to the dentist office for a cleaning or a filling, and I don't want to bring my dog in with me because I don't want a hair ending up in my filling or in somebody else's filling. So I usually don't bring my dog to the dentists. Um, to the doctors, I will. To my doctor. Um, but, you know, surgery stuff, I don't know. You know, uh, I wouldn't. But everyone has their own choices to make on what all they're doing. Um, but there are times, like I said, I do leave my service dog at home. They're few and far between, but they do happen. And then we are lucky as well because we do train other people's service dogs. So by doing that, I usually have either Era or Gypsy. I have one of my service dogs. And then Rich usually brings one of our client service dogs. But, you know, last night we brought two client service dogs out to Disney instead because one of them could work for me if needed uh, because of the tasks that he has been trained and, uh, and so we were counting on that, that if needed, I had him that I could use. And my husband had the other one. And we brought two dogs in training out, which was great. You know, like I said, we could have brought Arrow, um, Gypsies in Heat, so she wasn't going. But, uh, but his dog, you know, he, he got to go instead, which was really neat. Uh, and something that we can offer. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of How to Train Your Service Dog with Dream Dogs. Again, I'm Victoria Warfel with Dream Dogs, and our website is dreamk9.com. That's D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number 9.com. And we do have our exclusive service dog training program where we work with owner trainers, helping them get their dog ready to be their service dog. Everything from choosing a candidate to basic advanced and off-leash training, public access training, service dog skills, service dog tasks, marker training, evaluations, and more. Our Facebook community is called How to Train Your Service Dog Group. I hope that you search it out, find it, and join us there.